Hello, welcome everybody to this bonus episode for episode 75. Can you believe that we're a quarter of a century old now? Wow. That's how yeah. age Is works. Is that what we are? Okay. I, I can't believe that you're still awake. To be totally honest. Yeah, yeah it's I like know. 32 hours by the time you go to bed. Are you going to conk out pretty soon here? I sure hope so. Okay. Yeah, what's well, been 24? Yeah, it's still about 30 hours. So we're recording this after we recorded the episode. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening at home, I know it's been a couple days and you've probably slept in those couple days, but <laughs> I have not. No, he has <laughs> not. The same day. More time travel. Yeah. Okay. Something that, so I'm taking a- Maybe pr- you are the time traveler's oh, wife. Oh, you're Jeremy Renner. I see if that makes sense. No, Jeremy Renner's you, wife. You, the uh, listener, are the time no, no, traveler's no. wife or I'm the I'm time traveler's you, Jace. wife? Yeah, Jace, you are the time traveler's wife. No, but you, you are Jeremy the time wife. traveler. The wife doesn't travel. She is just existing. Uh, well, in, but in, in our version of the story, and Jeremy Renner is your husband, and Jace and you and your and we lovely husband, Jeremy travel. Renner, travel through time. Okay, what if we renamed the time traveler's wife to Jace colon the time traveler's husband, comma, who is also a time traveler. How's that? Is that good? I Perfect. love it. It's okay. amazing. Perfect. Love Best it. Best seller. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. It'll sell a million copies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in, uh, gosh, in my delirious state, first of all, I was thinking about time travel and um, I was, uh, I'm, d- I'm taking a programming class right now oh. in like app design or like an app development programming for mobile phones and stuff. And the instructor for this course made a reference to time travel because it was relevant to something she was talking about in the course. Yeah. And she made a reference, though, to be careful because she's like, because, you know, in all those time travel movies, when people do it too much, they start to suffer symptoms and things like that. And I think that I'm seeing that. I'm. It's happening right now. Like r- random nosebleeds or... You know, uh, memories disappearing or like too many realities piling on top of each other because I've already I've lived this day twice now. And so, you know, it's you are starting to disintegrate (laughs) in front of us. Clearly. Yeah. So I ended up looking up um, typos in the Bible. Oh, wow. Okay. But anyway, there's one from Deuteronomy that we actually haven't gotten to yet, but we'll probably forget about it by that point. So I'll just tell it now. Okay. That they're is one uh, particular printing. Now, I guess this was a printing. One particular printing in 1682 that wrote down um, Deuteronomy 24.3 as if the latter husband ate her. <laughs> what? Oh, Talking oh, about no. his, what? his brother's or her later husband, a woman's husband or whatever. If the uh, latter okay. husband ate her. And it should oh, have been, no. <laughs> should have been hate her. Oh, they my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, there's also another one that, that's fun. This isn't till Galatians, way, way later. What's Galatians? It's a book. Um, but it was one where they kind of like leaving in stage directions, but it's the transcriber version of that where they left in a note about whether or not a comma should be left in. Okay. And it is like in line and like it got printed as part of the sentence. So it's a, uh, but, but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now was changed to was born after the spirit to remain 
Even so, oh, it is now. I see. So they were indicating, yes, this comma is to remain. I say. I think it actually maybe had a question mark. It's huh. like to remain. Oh, like, should do we keep this remain? comma? Does it make sense? How does English work? Yeah. Which is my impression of most <laughs> totally. Of people How translating does this. English work? I don't know. <laughs> Great question. And then okay, and then the last one because we were talking about owls, and this one is from a 1944 edition of a King James version. Um. <laughs> changed the the verse which says wives in the same way submit yourselves to your own husbands uh-huh to the much more exciting in the same way submit yourselves to your owl husbands what oh, <laughs> oh we were talking <laughs> about <know>. owls <laughs> <laughs> how cute that's, that's what i got about typos i, I feel a lot it. better about that because i'm like the owl husbands they need to they need to be given a break yeah you know? yeah they can't dominate much in this world other no. than some rodents yeah here right. and there oh, occasionally they're owl wives like, yeah submit to yourself to your owl husbands yeah well, owls is a perfect transition to talk about what I was looking up on okay. the break, okay, which is about Christian attitudes toward witchcraft and wizardry, and by that I mean Christian mean, attitudes toward Harry Potter. Yeah, you mean the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You mean the Wizarding World of Harry yes, Potter. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Hogwarts now, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. I think I spoke a little soon in that when I was a kid and when the Harry Potter books first came out, there was this huge uproar in the church. A lot of parents were like, no, not going to let our kids read it. It's encouraging kids to join the occult. It's not Christian. It's not supporting any of our values. It's too dark. We can't let our kids read this. And yeah. So everyone got caught up in the hysteria and I never got to read it. And now I spoke a little soon in that. Yes. From, okay. This is from my cursory research. Yes. There is a much larger, portion of christians who are like oh harry potter's fine there's even some positive things in it it's maybe even a christ allegory you know harry potter's fine okay so that voice is definitely a lot louder than it was when i was a kid however the the voice still remains of no it's evil we can't let our kids read it or watch it or take part in it um understandably people dig in their heels so I found some really interesting articles for sure. Like the arguments for it are, um, they're like, it acknowledges the existence of numerology and astrology. And we can't have that. Like sometimes they put it next to occult books in the bookstore and that's how your kids are going to learn about the occult. Oh God. Um, Yeah, that makes sense actually. Witches are using, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a Harry Potter. I don't think I've ever seen a Harry Potter book no. placed next to an I, occult book in a bookstore. Oh, I thought you were talking about the fortune telling, the astrology books, because those are no, placed next no. to the occult books. Okay, yeah, you're right. Harry Potter, no. No, no the Harry Potter books, next no. To those. no. Yeah. They're usually like right next to Diary of a Wimpy Kid and everything else that's <laughs> yeah. appropriate for it's your children. It's a scholastic <laughs> book in yeah. America, for goodness yeah. sakes. Yeah. Um, they just, they tend to make a lot of weird arguments of like, well, you know, Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings is okay because it portrays these values of like integrity and courage. Uh, and I'm sorry. Supporting your friends. Harry Potter Harry is Potter exactly encourages that. encourages you to, to break the rules and to not mm, have respect for things. And no. that's a direct quote, by the way, from an author who wrote a book about Christianity and Harry Potter. He says that the reason Harry Potter is bad because it shows people not having respect for things. What kind of things? Um, What what things? What things? I have no idea. It's just, it's so flimsy. It's like really, really flimsy. Um, I just, God, I hate that we're we're not further along in this 
freaking book that we're reading on this podcast because Why? I have some things to say to this person about a particular character. Meaning Jesus? Yes, who was very disrespectful of a lot of things so much that people killed him yes, for it. So like maybe we can calm down a bit it's, about Harry Potter. It's yeah, it's very, you know, it's cherry picking. It's it's pretty typical of what you'd expect. However, I clicked on this really f- unintentionally funny article called okay. What would Jesus do with Harry Potter? What would and he now do? I do like I do like the operative word with it just gives me images with him of, what would he do with like, him oh, what's he gonna do with him I'm gonna throw him out the window or give him a stern talking to oh, yeah see and i um, was thinking like for certain they're gonna have some butter beer and oh that's you know, so cute some Quidditch. yeah okay well so this article 90 percent of this article is mostly making the argument of like no christians cannot in good faith let their kids read harry potter um for all the reasons that i explained to you however at the very end it says asking what would Jesus do with Harry Potter as an open-ended question might elicit, elicit some surprising positive responses. Consider these. Now, here's a long bulleted list. I'm only going to give you a selection of some okay. of my favorites from okay. this bulleted yep. list. Um, so it's things like Jesus might read the Harry Potter stories and use them as a starting point for parables. He might use kids' interest in the battle between good and evil to explain the ultimate battle between good and evil. Yeah, I hope that, that makes was capitalized. Sense. The uh, ultimate battle. Uh, Is that um, not about revelation? <laughs> can, let me just, keep going through this keep going, keep going. She's like, things we're just going to, every time Emily brings up revelation, we're just going to pretend it didn't happen and we're going to move Okay, on. okay. I'm just getting us prepped <laughs> okay. for the end. Yeah, literally. Things like, yeah. he might compare the trustworthy goodness of Albus Dumbledore to the infinitely superior goodness of God the Father. We can find the same kind of reassurance in God and godly mentors that Harry finds in his headmaster. Um, I, I do like this. Okay. I do like these, these two. Jesus, who went to parties with Jesus. tax and, and sinners and took flack for it from the religious establishment, might be likely to read a controversial book. That's what yes. I'm saying. Great. Uh, Jesus might show love and acceptance to the kids who love Harry Potter, never looking down yeah. on those who read the books, nor casting a sideways glance of disapproval at a kid who wears a Harry Potter t-shirt. There you go. Now, okay, this last bullet point I'm going to share with you. It's a long one, but I just, the way it ends uh, is just, it's pure butterbeer to me. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. He might talk about how Hogwarts was a reality in Harry's world the whole time, even though Harry didn't know about it until he accepted the invitation to attend. Then he might tell kids about how his father's kingdom is a parallel realm within reach in this world. He might talk about how people walk by the door that leads to the magical realm of Hogwarts without ever noticing it for what it is, and compare that to how people pass by the entrance to God's kingdom without knowing what they are missing. He might even show kids that he is the way or the magical transport to God's kingdom by walking in faith with absolute confidence in that which is unseen, just like Harry and his friends have to walk through the barrier between platforms nine and 10 uh-huh. without getting scared or hesitating. Oh, there's a lot Jesus might do with Harry Potter. <laughs> Wait, it says <laughs> that's that? That's what it says. This Okay, the best thing, that's not even the last bullet point. Like that's oh, the third to the last bullet point. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, what I like about that <laughs> is that I feel like at that point in the article, the author finally started letting themselves have fun with the exactly, list because, yes because because yes. you could tell on that one they like got into detail they're like yes i've read the books and i know the number of the station and i've been to that part of universal or you know whatever like yeah and you know what it's really fun i like it a lot but you know I what my Jesus, picture's there yeah, yeah. 
I have a picture and it's on my Facebook and it's my profile. But it's like, then they got excited and they're like, you know what? Jesus would do a ton of stuff with this because this is actually pretty cool. And then they go on and do some more. Um, yeah. I just love, oh, there's a lot Jesus might do with Harry Potter. I love it. Wow. Well, I mean. Oh, this is from a book. Oh, bo- oh, I see. This is from a a book that this person already wrote called What's a Christian to Do with Harry Potter? Copyright 2001. Yeah, that sounds about right. I What's see. What's a okay. Christian to do? Yeah. I don't know if I can top that, but I'll talk quickly about trees <laughs> and trees being human or not. Uh, what? Because, okay. okay, apparently in Deuteronomy 2019, it says, are trees of the field human? So it forbids the chopping down of fruit trees during wartime and offers offers a cryptic and explanation. But what does that mean? Right, it was different in our translation. Yeah, but, yeah. But ours was like of of human or something. Yeah, like for that. as yeah. a human. So, mm-hmm. so the tree of the field for as a human. So the tree of the field. So this says that it's a popular adage in contemporary Israel. Uh, it frequently is invoked by environmentalists, thematized by writers and painters, and making its way into the two Bashat celebrations. It speaks of close kinship, even equivalency between people and trees. So basically, like, wow. it just, yeah, I know. It's saying a bunch of stuff about, like, there's a biblical rule against cutting down trees in wartime. And one of the reasons is... So trees are unlike humans, which yeah, I mean we get that. But also that are um, they though? Okay, sorry. But also on. the the trees cannot run. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, why it says something they about can't that. Run away. Yeah, when yeah. We're chopping. That's terrible. They apparently can't run away. <laughs> um, yeah. They like the Emily. They apparently, apparently can't run away. run away. I just learned that about no, trees. No, but yeah, it says that. Uh, yeah, so essentially it says stuff like that. Oh, human sustenance is from trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there. Okay, just I'm going to say like this article that I'm reading, it's incredibly long. So I'm just kind of skimming it here. But yeah, trees are like humans. Wow. So it says they're unlike humans, but then it says they are like humans. Cedar and the... the okay. Is the cedar the most human of the trees? Maybe the cedar and the trees of the field. <laughs> so yeah, they're... Uh, Oh yeah, may oh this is an Ezekiel so later, but it makes use of trees to symbolize Israel and the nations of the world. Wow. Yeah, restore Israel. Israel is the cedar and show the mm. nations that God punished the Israelites and that God restores them. So maybe there's maybe we need to start paying attention for this theme of trees. There you go. Yeah, it seems to be oh, it's a euphemism for intercourse in Genesis. What? Wait, the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, and from the fruit of the tree, there is no tree other than man who is compared to the tree, as it says, for man huh. is like the tree of the field. Okay, okay, okay. that's an interesting, yeah, that's that's an interesting, interesting interpretation comparison to make. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. So that's fun. And by that logic, does that mean then that having sex was the thing they weren't supposed to do? Mm. That's the fruit they weren't supposed to have? I don't know. Maybe. But I thought there were two trees. There was like the tree of life and then there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right. Oh, yeah. So which tree is the sex tree? There, <laughs> I don't know. Either, I, just, I can see the case for either of those. Yeah. Which, which is in the middle of the garden? There is no garden other than women who is compared what, uh, to a who garden. Is, what, what is, what is, who is writing who, this? Who is, Someone from <laughs> the Torah.com. 
I mean, that's a lot of people that write for the Torah.com, but yeah. But Jace, yeah. there is no garden other than women. Yeah, there's no, and then apparently trees possess human-like free will. In I, Genesis what, also, what? my spirit shall not abide in man forever since he is too flesh. My spirit shall judge them yet. They did not ask. I will tie them up with suffering. I said that my spirit shall judge them and they did not ask. Only a human being. That doesn't being, say anything about I don't know. I don't, yeah. Wait, okay, okay. So I was just, literally before we started recording, I was just complaining to the two of you about one of my biggest frustrations in trying to research funny, fun, interesting things for this podcast Yeah, is when you type the search terms, something, something, interesting facts about something, something that has anything to do with the Bible. Yes. And you get a lot of results that are not in fact facts, but just random oh, yeah. thoughts that's and beliefs all that and that observations. Was. That's and, all and, that that was. Like this article, that's a perfect summary of that. It's like the trees have free will. Fact. That's it. <laughs> a that's tree is fact. intercourse. Fact. <laughs> the trees are intercourse. Fact. Man cool. is a tree. Woman is a garden. Fact. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's, it's just that it's so hard to Google anything for this. That's like no, no, no. I, like I get it. I understand there's beliefs around this. That's cool. Yeah. I would love to know though for this conversation just some facts yeah some like history <laughs> facts about no? the writing about maybe the writers what do we what do we know and it's just, you can't search it because people are very invested in their their things being facts whether yeah that whether they are or not well oh boy we learned something we learn today. Some facts about yeah. it is a fact that trees cannot run no trees they cannot, run. cannot run yeah not that we know i mean i'm anyway. i'm all for people not cutting down trees I love trees, but yeah, I mean, they also oh, cannot run. Yeah, they can't run. But in this verse, though, it was okay if they didn't bear fruits. Yeah, so if they do, though, so that's the thing. It's like a quid pro quo. Right. Like, we won't cut you down if you have fruit, but if you don't have fruit, then... Oh. But trees do have free will, so it's their choice whether they give fruit or not. That's true. But Fact. it's apparently Fact. it's our Here choice if we cut them down or not. Anyways. <laughs> but what if you got consent from the tree first? To cut mm. it down? I don't know if yeah. the tree is going to give you that consent. I don't know if I would want to be cut down, but... Here maybe it's are. their time. They live for hundreds of years. So yeah, maybe they're like, you know what? I'm ready. What if they're a youngling? Like, a yearling I'm sick tree. Of this crap. Yeah. A yearling tree. Yeah, don't cut those down. No. They, they're not old enough to consent yet. No. How old does a tree have to be before it can oh consent? Oh my goodness. <laughs> 35. We've gotten say, really conceptual today. I'm yeah. 50. 35, yeah. you say? I say 50. 50 years old. Don't you have to be 35 in order to run for president of the United States? Yeah, but like, as you're humans, the only one of us who can run for president. That's true. Yeah. I, I fit all the requirements. You're a white man and you're a 30. American, born in America, American citizen, over 35. Except I'd never get elected. No, you because wouldn't. of this podcast God right Lord. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and on that note, we will see you all next week for more Deuteronomy. We're into the last four episodes. We're looking forward to it. So see y'all then.